should we talk about He Got Game? Let's oh, do this. God. Let's do yes. this. Okay. Uh, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chew Bubblegum and, and Kick, Kick Ass. ass. Hmm. Huh. Oh, I liked it. Uh, we're talking about the final movie in our I'm Walking In Okay, I'm not going to contribute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just go ahead and mute your microphone now. All right, Dylan's out. Okay. Your movie you can't talk about. Uh, Let's talk about that would make this. it a challenging way to, to do these these series if, if we weren't allowed to talk about the movie we chose. Yeah. If only we just had to sit here and quietly listen to the other two people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I'm sorry, Brett. Did you hear something? <laughs> uh, I Speaking of Bretts, mm. I am one of hosts, Brett Battlesnake. Hey. Hey, Brett. Hello. I am another one of the hosts. My name is Dylan. And I'm Tucker. Hello, Tucker. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello. Um, so we're talking today we're talking about Dylan's pick, He Got Games. He got Spike games. Lee, 97, I think. Yeah, 1990. Well, it was released in 98. Yeah, that's right. Okay, 1998's. He Got Game, Spike Lee, starring Denzel Washington and Ray Wait. Allen. Mm-hmm. And Rosario Dawson. And Rosario Dawson. Okay. She's so cute. Very cute. And Mila Jovovich. Okay. Mila Jovovich. There's, there's four actors that we recognize. And Ned Beatty. And Ned Beatty. And John Turturro. And, That's right. Uh, and you also and Jim have Brown. the... Is, and, is Jim uh, Brown the guy who plays the uncle? No, Thomas Jim Brown is... Jefferson Bird. No, Jim Brown and, is the... Oh, that's that's uh, Nunn, Bill Nunn. Yeah, yeah Bill Nunn. No, I like he's him. He's great. I like yeah. him. No, Jim Brown's the uh, the officer. Jim Brown's the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he's great, too. Yeah. Uh, Thomas great. Jefferson yeah. Bird is sweetness. He's in a lot oh, of Spike Lee. Yeah, he's in yeah. His, his entire career is Spike Lee. He was murdered By the way, a couple years I mean, ago in Atlanta. Was he? Shot in the back a bunch of times. Jesus. Oh, fuck. No way. Wow. You're like, sweetness, take this. Big time. Just to start off... I mean, this is our our New York series, like New York is a character <laughs> mm. uh, series. This movie takes place in New York. Takes place uh, in Coney Island. Yeah, Coney mm-hmm. Island. So not so. It's funny that all. I mean, yeah, your guys' were both Manhattan, but different parts of Manhattan. Yeah, you mm. were upper. Upper. You were su- I was the upper sweet side. The upper sweet side. You were. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You were lower Manhattan. Well, so and then this is this is this is as south as you can get. Yeah, Coney. Coney, Coney Island. Yeah. Um, I just want to start off by saying Ray Allen may be the best athlete turned actor. Like um, he's so good and he got game. He's really good in it. I I remember after seeing it the first time and at some point going, "Who is that guy?" Yeah, like, me he's too. really good at basketball. And then I looked at him and I was like, "Oh, he's a professional. <laughs> he's, he's fucking Ray Allen. <laughs> he's like a, such a dipshit." <laughs> well, for me it was I saw his name Ray Allen and I was like, "Oh, that's funny that he plays a basketball player and he has the name Ray Allen, who's also a basketball player. And then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, he's that Ray Allen. I just didn't know what he fucking looked like. Well, and did you do like a little, like I went down a little rabbit hole there. Like it was originally de- developed for, for Kobe. And Kobe was, he oh. approached Kobe, which makes sense because Kobe was 19 at the time right, of filming, yeah. which would have been perfect. Right. And he'd already gone pro. Right. Th- that, that was, I mean, I did a little wiki search. Again, I did it like, 15 years ago and then I did it again this ah. week and he was Spike was like trying to find someone who was a professional athlete mm-hmm. probably well yeah probably professional because if you he, he wanted to make sure it was somebody who was gonna be pro mm-hmm. um, but could also still look potentially like a high school age person and of course Kobe Bryant is the logical per- choice right because he right. is a high school age person at the time that Spike is developing it and it was because that year 
he had that poor performance in the the finals against Utah, and Kobe being Kobe was like, I'm not doing anything but practicing basketball. So he hmm. he opted out of doing the movie. Can you imagine what a different career Kobe Bryant might have had if he'd have just relaxed a little bit, <laughs> like <laughs> taking it easy and, and involved himself in something like this? Because I like Ray Allen in this, but I can totally see Kobe Bryant embodying this character perfectly. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, no. I think I think that's interesting. I'm that's because I didn't know that. That is interesting he also and kind of looks a little bit more like he would be Denzel's kid. Than yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They kind of have like a more like kind of a similar. They have a similar dourness in their facial features. Yeah. That. You know, Ray, Ray, Allen, Ray Allen just seems smiley and happy, right? Like, he kind of has an upbeat look about him. And it, it's even in this movie. I more mean, even, so than Kobe, for sure. <laughs> sure. For sure. <laughs> and more so than Denzel. Right. right. Like, Denzel is like... Denzel's perfect in this, in my in my mm. humble opinion. Oh, he is hell fucking yeah. perfect yeah. in this. Hell yeah. The only... My only criticism of Denzel in this is he puts his elbow out too far in the, the way he's shooting. There's no way that he's, he's going to be guiding these this kid like that with his elbow popped out like that when he's shooting yeah his elbow pops out far too far for you, sure you look at those because it opens and ends with the same back and forth between ray allen and denzel mm-hmm. shooting hoops alone and you can see ray allen's form is so perfect right and denzel's is all awkward and off to the side right. and up over his head yeah, it I, doesn't matter. I, that's I also, my only criticism that's it i'm done <laughs> I, i'll, t- I'll I talk also to you wanted in. to say we're doing this movie a couple weeks after I thought we were doing this movie because I had a little bit of, I got mixed oh, up that's a little right. bit. Right. Did but, you rewatch it? No, I didn't oh, have a chance man. to. Oh. But it stuck with me. I really I always I, doing I mean, this with my movies. I'll, I'll watch put it, it on the there. toilet last second when you come <laughs> coming yeah. in well, three minutes left in the movie. I, I fucking loved this movie. Yeah, like yeah. I'll put it out there. I fucking love this movie. And I told Tucker because our kids go to the same school and mm-hmm. we run into each other a lot yeah. when we're picking our kids up that we get it. You guys this, have kids. <laughs> yeah. This movie. So my, uh, we've talked about it a little bit. How like my, every time I Spike Lee comes up on this show, which he has a couple of times for various mm-hmm. reasons, I always think that I've seen more of his movies than I actually have. And when I go to look at his filmography, I I'm always like stunned at how few of his movies I've seen. And so I do like going in and filling in a lot, like all those <laughs> millions of yeah, gaps. Yeah. But the movies that I've seen of his, I've kind of been like a little lukewarm on. Even like Do the Right Thing, I appreciate. Really? Well, I appreciated it for what it was at the time, and I think if I would have seen it when it came out, I would have probably like appreciated it more. Hmm. But it, for whatever reason, it just didn't like click with me. And then I was telling Tucker after I watched this movie, and this is actually the reason why I realized that I had watched the wrong movie, is because I was like, I feel like this movie made me feel like I get Spike Lee a bit more mm, than okay. any of yeah. his other movies, really. Okay. And like this movie, r- r- and I was all hopeful that he had loved After Hours. And I was like, "Really? You did?" And he's like, "Yeah, I feel like I finally get Spike Lee." And I was like, "Spike Lee? No, wrong movie. You watched the wrong movie." Yeah, but I, I hear you. I, I there's this I, movie resonated with me. I like, appreciate that. Right? It, it, me too. That's part of why I opted for it here. And it's kind of it's a little bit of a cheat because I feel like any movie with like a father and son relationship yeah. is automatically going to like yeah. hit home for me. Sure. <laughs> and mm-hmm. So pretty much 
anytime a movie does that and there's like nuance and layers to it and uh anything like that i'm probably gonna just go go with the movie regardless but i mean this movie has a lot going for it outside of that i Mm -hmm. i love how cinematic it is oh yeah he Mm -hmm. and that's you're either on board or not on board with Spike Lee with that, right? Like, cause he's done that from his first, you know, even his student film. Like he, he visualizes himself as the way I see him at least is just, he's a, he is a filmmaker. Right. Like, he oh, wants yeah. to make art. Like, he wants he... to make art and he's using the, the whole thing. Like he, it's always struck me like do the right thing. His, 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 choice of such vibrant colors mm-hmm. when he started mm-hmm. working in color i don't know after a second movie or whatever yeah. <laughs> um mm-hmm. it, it's almost off-putting right like i'm like man settle down like it's so much and yeah. i like how he plays with the the different i don't know what the right term is like some quality like some of it's just very clear some of it's got a a, an, uh, a little bit of a hue to it some of it's real saturated saturated is the word yeah, yeah. and but and he got game <laughs> i feel like it's restrained well it's used all over the like it's not yeah it's not okay yeah it's restrained i love I feel like his, it's intentional like, yeah it's his it's his uh shot choices within mm-hmm. scenes that i yeah. love so much yeah yeah the scene where ray allen is sitting with his aunt and uncle mm-hmm. um talking to them the first time mm-hmm. yeah I fucking love that scene so much. Me but, too. Uh, there's a part where Bill Nunn's talking, and he just kind of close-ups on part of his face. Yeah, but it's like a, it's an unconventional choice, but it's all so. Well, I like, wonder how much some thoughtfully of that, put together. It, yeah, I, I I think it is, and I also think he's doing two shots. Right, he's got the camera in room, and then he's got the other well, camera. Those are so, different setups. For are sure. You, are you sure? Because sure. some of them, like the 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 setup out in front of the um bus stop like some of those shots Mm -hmm. choices are because they're doing it all at once so you've got three cameras and some of the selection is to keep it out of frame from the other two cameras so i i'm i mean i wasn't paying attention to that in that scene i was in the in the the one i just described but no doesn't matter i i agree like he is so thoughtful and and his his soundtracks are Mm. That's part of what feels like yeah. he's making a film. Like yeah. he chooses music that doesn't sit with me usually <laughs> a lot of has, the time. Usually yeah. it's like Terrence Blanchard's doing the score. Yeah. And it's fucking, it's always like, it's expansive. It's big and yeah. it's constant. Yes. That's the other thing. Constant. It's like, it's not like a lot of people will use score to accent something in a scene, which is, you know, I he think is typically doing a lot of film people are like, that's how you're supposed to do it. His scores will run through a scene very dramatically underneath yeah. things that are that are and happening and it gives such a different feeling to that's it. what i mean so it, that's where that and that's mm-hmm. where it's i cool. come from the you're either on board or you're not because if that doesn't <clears throat> set with you because yeah. i've had some of his films where that starts to like distract me from what's going yeah. on and there's i noticed there's it a here. few times in he got game yes where it was like a little uh like a little distracting mm-hmm. like yeah. some of the the score choices because well, it's also and, like i'm not into jazz like it's that like kind of jazzy so it well i think for me more it was when it was more like the 
the Public Enemy songs? No. No, because those are well-placed. <laughs> those my, are well-placed. Cool. Yeah. I really like the one with the Buffalo Springfield sample mm-hmm. that they yeah, play that's the he again got on, game. The, on the credits. Yeah. That's the, that's the, the titular the He Got Game. The titular yeah. oh, the He titular. Got Game. I like the yeah. titular track. I think, what, for me, with all that <laughs> that kind of like the Spike Lee-ness of it, I don't know, maybe restrained wasn't the right word. It just feel, it feels, cl- it kind of feels cleaner mm-hmm. than, like it feels more mature and oh. feels like cleaner. Sure, yeah. And just feels a lot more. Oh, I see. Like it doesn't feel flashy in the way that like do the right thing felt. Like it felt like it was. I I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It just felt more like felt more natural. It did feel more natural. You're right. Do the right thing feels like a one act of some kind, like an elevated. None of these people exist in reality. They're all characters you recognize, and they're all real people-ish, but they feel elevated. This movie, everyone feels like these are the people walking around in this world, and yeah, we're getting little vignettes all over the place, mm-hmm. but it, none of it feels like it's eh, And it feels beyond. so grounded. Yeah, it doesn't feel like these people don't exist. They, If anything, they all seem ex- exactly like what real people walking around are. Right. And like the score choices for that, I feel like, make it feel like they're real people, but they're... But Spike Lee's still telling, like, a big story. Yeah. Like, it's a mm-hmm. small story, yeah. but he is, we, is, like... Yeah, he's using it to do a, a, a criticism of this this world and, and yeah. like, mm-hmm. the opportunity for es- escaping or whatever, getting out of that socioeconomic situation via sports, right? Like, that's a, that's a well-trodden idea if not like a lot of films about it and i feel like the characters are all really Mm -hmm. like nuanced like denzel washington's character jake Mm -hmm. is so nuanced and tragic and there are things uh, i've been watching spike lee movies for a few years like in order and um so you got like six more years doing it (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you're up to it 98 at this point, right? No, I'm up to uh, like 2008 or nine or something like okay, that. Okay, so four more years. Mm, yeah, probably. <laughs> Watching one it's, every single still, day. Well, he, starts to, he starts to taper off around there. I don't I think know. he's doing one a year after that. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of documentaries and a lot of mm. he did a lot of like uh, Broadway shows and stuff like that, like on film. Mm. <clears throat> so there's those. Oh sure, and then a... there's and then he's like turning out a feature a year almost for a long time. Oh my gosh. So there's a lot, but yeah. um. I have like grown to appreciate things like when I was younger and would see Spike Lee movies and be like, there's something I'm not connecting with, right. obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, and, but I took that as like, a, this is cool to have this expression in front of me mm-hmm. and be yeah. able to uh, absorb it. That's kind of how watching, I felt about Do the Right Thing. Yeah. When I, yeah. I, I only just watched it last year for the first time. And yeah, and I've seen it several <laughs> times now. And yeah. it, I mean, it's, it's a, fucking classic like it's a stone cold classic at this point i'm yeah. like this movie's fucking amazing but there's something in in his filmmaking in the colors and yeah. in the, yeah. uh, the, the kind of magical realism here and there there's mm-hmm. always like these big moments that are like in my uh you know underdeveloped like movie watching was like whoa yeah calm down you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah, agree yeah. but then i'm like 
no, this is part of an aesthetic that I'm not really tuned into, but I really fucking like it. Yeah. yeah. Like the more I watch it, the more I'm like, oh, this is this is cool. It feels like it's coming from a different perspective. Yeah. Like there's an ending of Jungle Fever. The ending, like the very last shot of Jungle Fever is like a whoa. We ha- type of thing. Well, so is this and one, then, right? Like the, the, yeah, that it's got the ball thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, and there's always the balls, like these the balls touches in your court, son. Balls in your that court. are always like a little heightened. Like I remember thinking at the time when when Malcolm X came out, I was a kid. Yeah, but I loved watching everything, you know. So I run in Malcolm X, and. At the beginning, when they get the zoot suits mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they start walking yeah. down the street like that, to me, I was like, "This is weird and cartoony." Yeah, like that's how yeah. it felt to mm-hmm. me as yeah. a kid, for sure. Um, so there's like stuff like that now. Uh, like watching it in his movies, I'm just like, "Oh, this is cool. I like this." You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like I like that he goes like everything feels really big. Yeah. And it's such a like specific voice. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of have to. I mean, regardless if it clicks with you. With somebody that has such a like extensive uh, body of work as Spike Lee, you kind of have to appreciate that he's able to have he's able to have his own voice and style yeah. and aesthetic in a sea of like yeah. monotony and yeah. certainly and then, I mean, I'm you know? sure I'm sure you know even leading into the production of this film, I'm sure it it's a constant struggle for him, right? Like I mean, he yeah. had Malcolm X already, had do the right thing. Yeah, Clockers, uh, Jungle Fever, like yeah. those are all preceding this, and those are titles that everybody knows, or at least anyone yeah. nominally. Yeah. He had a real hot streak there. Yeah, but he's still struggling to get anything made because he's doing exactly that, right? Like he's making, like I, I does he do a Hollywood movie ever? I mean, technically Inside, Inside Man, Man, but even mm-hmm. that, by he has, then he's yeah. able to do a Spike Lee movie. Yeah, and he's just flexing, but I. I I think I, I I agree with what you're saying, and I'm sure that was his constant struggle of yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this mm-hmm. and and what Mo Better Blues, right? That was yeah. the one that because that one came out right after Malcolm X, I think. I, I, I or maybe remember, I saw it on right the heels there, of it, yeah. and that one especially, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not vibing with this because it's not for me, but yeah. I know it's a good film. <laughs> like that's how <laughs> I felt like watching it. Of like, I don't, I don't care about a jazz singer <laughs> or a yeah. jazz player. Yeah. Like it's been really rewarding watching all those movies from yeah. when I was younger and just didn't, didn't. Yeah, and that's part of it. I, connect. I, I had a similar. Just yeah. like I'm too young for this. I think, yeah. and that's part of it. <laughs> but like for but this also, movie, I'm like what a great window. Like you know, did, yeah. I texted him once. Or not texted. I commented on one of his Instagram posts. Oh, yeah. I was like, how do you have this phone number? Him. He's my best friend. Yeah. Because of, <laughs> of this. But I just wrote because a thing. Of this. Uh, it was during, it was like the anniversary of Do the Right Thing, and he had posted something. Okay. And I was like, I'm a you know a small town white kid, and like you know, thanks for you know helping right kickstart an interest in this, and like hopefully a continuing education, whatever yeah. you know, throughout my life, whatever. And he like. Liked it and replied back with like praying hands and shit. I'm like, nice. Oh, yeah. I was like, I Spike Lee's my best friend. Yeah. Spike Lee's my best friend. <laughs> yeah. I would screen. I would. I would screenshot that and tattoo it on my body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got it in my phone. Right here. That's that is that is cool. Yeah. I and like, yeah. He's just so thoughtful, right? Like, I don't know. We. We don't need to be effusive about Spike Lee as a sure, filmmaker, I, mean, I suppose. But like, people in, like him enough. <laughs> I just mean like this film. But do I, they? Like you said, this film is it is a really gritty look at this world, but using this very simple story. Yeah. 
I like it, you know, and mm-hmm. it's it's got a, a, a confinement. It's only going to take place over a handful of days mm-hmm. that give you flashbacks to understand the world. I, I don't know. I, I just really enjoy I mean, the way it's formatted. It, uh, well, I mean, like technical, like artsy stuff aside, I mm-hmm. feel like the story is really tight. Yeah. yeah. Because it is contained over the course of a few days, but it's also, there's a sense of urgency because like yeah, there's, yeah, there's a, stakes and yeah, there's, they're like real stakes, yeah. not like. <laughs> sort of. I mean, the whole con, the whole conceit of the movie makes no sense, but, right. but who cares? It's, but, it's just a way to talk, tell right. the story. But mm-hmm. the, but I just mean like the stakes are presented and then they're like, like as you get to know Denzel Washington's character, yeah, you like feel the stakes, yeah. right? You mm-hmm. feel him wanting to be, uh, like you feel him wanting to like atone for his mistakes, yeah, and you feel him wanting to like, uh, like seek retribution, but he also has like selfish motives yeah. of wanting to get out, and you, but you also are like, oh, I don't. He's a person. He's a person. I don't want him to have to like go back. To well, jail. And uh-huh. then once right. you actually find out, once they finally show, it's about halfway through the movie before they even show why he's in prison. Like yeah. Right. The flashback of him mm-hmm. overreacting somewhat drunkenly. You realize like, I mean, he made a mistake and now he's paying for for the rest of his life. And like, yeah, he's a hard ass and all of those things. But you, I felt the whole way, like that love for his, his kid and the awareness, again, back to being a parent making it like almost like a cheat because you're just going to feel more for the characters in a movie. Like that sense of like loss, like that scene where he meets Jesus on the, on the boardwalk in the day and like tries to give him a hug. Oh my God, that Mm -hmm. kills me. Yeah. That kills me because my son is four or five inches taller than me. And so anytime I hug him, I'm like putting my head against his chest and like (laughs) holding him close. And I, I I can feel that in Denzel, like trying to hold Jesus close and that, that just kills me because the kid is not, Mm -hmm. not, he's not forgiving. He has no forgiveness in his heart. And like at the end, like having it all, it's a little, it's a little bit of a a quick button at the end where Mm -hmm. he's just like, you got to get rid of that hate in your heart, son. But you know, he has that little speech before he's taken back off to prison. It's a, feels a little rushed, but I, I still, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I, I know I just jumped all over the place. No, that's but... okay. Uh, I feel like, um, like in that scene particular, the like get that hate out of your heart, son. I don't know that that felt necessarily rushed to me, because I because maybe because rushed I, maybe isn't the right word. Maybe oh I don't know, but I just feel like it comes together really neatly and nicely and satisfyingly because. Like, as like a suburban, like, <laughs> okay, uh, well-to-do white dude, um, the idea that sports have been like sports and hip hop are like a way out for sure. people in the black community, yeah. um, out of like circumstances that have been placed upon them through like generations, <laughs> generations of generation. <laughs> systemic racism and. Uh, prejudice and Just violence un- and underprivileged. Yeah, uh, like it, it. It's so complicated for someone like me to have anything other than like uh, <laughs> sophomore thoughts on it. Sophomore thoughts on it, but also like com- like compassion for mm. Denzel Washington's character mm-hmm. of him, like trying to push his son really hard, and, and to the point where it's like. 
abusive, Mm -hmm. but also coming from a place of like, I want you to have a better life than I have. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it does get to the end and he's like, like you're on the, like you're, you're at your chance. This is your chance. You're on the right track, but you can't be like me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and again, all life lessons there on the court, right? Like the, the entire life is in that garden, right? Like Mm -hmm. they're little kids playing there. Like that, the only place that he's ever existed for Jesus is on that court and he gets one last little opportunity to impart a little bit of parental guidance before he's gone And forever. parental guidance that isn't hard. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. That's soft. You're right. It's yeah. like the only time they show him being soft with Jesus. Right. Oh my God. Of I'm like, getting like emotional thinking no, about that scene. For sure. I like, well, it's kind of a given. Like he's kind of like, okay, this is over. I'm, yeah. I'm out. You gotta get this done. I'm just gonna say, you know. Well, and then when there's there's that say this to you narration of the letter that he wrote, and he's just saying it straight to camera of like, your grandfather said that you keep trying on shoes, you're gonna find a pair that fit. He's like, I'm here to testify, son. I found a pair that fit, and they hurt. That's so fucking. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful. Yeah. 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 And so even even though he, you know was so hard and harsh towards Jesus throughout his childhood mm-hmm. and uh but with like you said with the intent of like love and just trying to push him to be the best to get it, an opportunity to get out yeah knowing like <laughs> through the past and through previous ex- previous experiences yeah. and history knowing well, and that even like himself, your chance like, your chances are, are low in the night of the event, he's his buddies there with the forty, like handing him the forty to drink. So he's getting mm-hmm. buzzed up, and even his buddy, who's clearly just <laughs> like a, whatever a nobody there on the on the on the streets with yeah, him, just so, like a pal, yeah, yeah, is like, dude, you're being too hard, right? Yeah. And he's yeah. like, don't tell me how to, like, <sighs> it's it's such a thoughtful presentation of something that mm. could be, and even even when silly, uh, the, w- even when the wife does die, mm-hmm. like that scene is so like tragic and heartbreaking yeah Mm -hmm. and you can't it's like one of those things where you just can't help feel for every single person involved including denzel washington which is like so important and so key to the movie that you Mm -hmm. have to be able to like yeah acknowledge his humanity well he's he's serving a murder yeah um yeah a, a, a sentence mm-hmm. and that was clear manslaughter so right. like i mean i don't know if that's just me being like technical or nuanced but it that just speaks no one i more think to the, i think one more aspect it's not to technical. The... i think that's super intentional like <laughs> yeah. it, for sure intentional right like of course like but the like, system like ground him up right like yeah. he didn't even have the opportunity for a manslaughter plea it right. was murder that that's hanging over this whole movie is how right. white people are using them uh, all for sure. the time oh yeah perpetually like it's yeah. just in, just you're in but. prison your governor is going to use you to get what he yeah. wants right out of, you know and even like ned Beatty's character feels sympathetic right like even yeah, especially at, the end, at the end when he's like he doesn't knows. think because he, he's going to deliver yeah and he knows oh. and, and it's like an understanding like all of those sequences everything with denzel feels very grounded it doesn't all the scenes can involving denzel feel very grounded like you know it's what not touch i loved with ned Beatty was the first time we see ned Beatty, and they're bringing denzel into his office he's the superintendent of the prison yeah and they're bringing him into the office and he's standing in front of the portrait of the governor right. and he's in the same exact pose <laughs> yeah. as the portrait of the governor <laughs> that's like, that's, that's a spike awesome. right yeah. there great. <laughs> yeah i i got it i as I'm thinking about this movie, the the like when I think of this movie, 
there's like one sequence that always just comes in and that's okay it's it's striking to me that nominally a basketball film really the only game they show is that one pickup game on the court where the the high school team they go down to play in the garden there and it's just pickup right and it's those five guys against whoever who some five guys and they just show them playing that's the only time they show a full game or even come close mm. to showing a game and it's not the high school game because he's the best high school player but it's right there in the choice of music in that i just i find it like interesting mm. like it's that yeah yeah that was the one that i was referring to that kind of I pulled I, me out of it a little bit. I love that. Really? <laughs> it does the opposite for me because it, it makes me like, what? Because a typical choice there, especially showing them playing there on the street, would be some kind of hard hitting beats yeah. and yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, and it's that, and it feels like yeah. it, it makes it. The whole movie is like a, a love story to basketball, right? Like yeah. it opens showing people in rural I didn't America. Hate it though, by the way, sure, sure. No, I appreciate that because yeah. it, it, the in same rural... thing because it strikes you of like, huh? And it's like just showing that basketball it's is this from equalizer, and it's yeah. they're all very low SES people is the presumption, yeah. right? They're showing guys shooting on dirt mm-hmm. um, court, uh, courts and like backyards, and like I mean that's also kind of a, a nod to Hoosiers at that point, right? Because mm-hmm. Hoosiers had come out and whatever like fifteen years earlier, sure, but it's exactly <laughs> that exact same shot of Jimmy playing hoop in his backyard. Yeah. Um, but that and then. I love that that that's he establishes this connection between people through this game, right? Like that, there's a connection there, and which that, then he that music he reiterates with elevates what's going on in that scene instead mm-hmm. of having it be this gritty like it's yeah. like it yeah. makes it it makes it mythic. It yeah, like, that's it. it. It's yeah. like elevates it as like this is pure beauty that you're about to see with these guys mm-hmm. of demonstrating just yeah. How, yeah. how they are tapped into this thing. All the shooting is so good. <laughs> like everything looks so fucking well, cool. And, and I watched what, it on my. Projector what a, and I was what just a, like, this movie's so fucking rad looking. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. And how fortunate to like because Ray Allen was really good. He wasn't just a pro. He was fucking an exceptional basketball yeah. player, right? Like he held the three. I only point. know him from this movie, so I have he, no idea. I, I wasn't I'm not <laughs> really like, don't. I'm not gonna pretend to have been in the NBA through these years. If you never heard of from again, I would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I did not know that. And that wouldn't it wouldn't have taken away from the film. It doesn't add to it in any yeah. way. It's just it's just one of those kisma things to me of just like man and then this guy went on to have like he was the three point shooting record holder for mm. a decade right nice. until Steph Curry started to Steph Curry but that's i mean that's that's nothing to sneeze at right and he played for almost 20 years yeah. right like he he was nice. an, and and he's he's an a celebrated player he's not yeah. just some guy cuz one of the other members of that team is also a professional basketball player who yeah. It was, you know, just one of the guys. This reminds yeah. me of watching Little Miss Sunshine with Jinx a few weeks ago. Okay. You know, because I'm like, well, I hope that Ray Allen went on and did some things. <laughs> um, <we're, laughs> I had Little Miss Sunshine on, and uh, Jinx is watching it, and she's, uh, she goes, Worry hey. about the kid? No, uh, so so Paul Dano uh-huh. was pretty new at that time, right? Right, yeah. And uh, she's watching, she's like, oh. Well, I hope has he done more? I hope he's gone on and done some things. Like, <laughs> um, Dano? Yeah, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. He's doing okay. <laughs> yeah. I think before that he was in like uh the girl next door, like that teen sex comedy. It was like oh, yeah, it's yeah. the weirdest cast because the it, with Emile Hirsch. it's Emile Hirsch and yeah. Paul Dano in like a teen sex comedy and they so both weird. went on to be like very like 
serious dramatic actors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Oh my god. Um, anyway, yeah, that's what that reminded me of. <laughs> the, the the other thing that kind of like took a while for me to kind of click in with was the fact that they were doing like the uh, or the fact that Spike was doing the uh, like montages of like the talking heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dug that in this. Yeah, it took me. A, a, I wasn't sure if I liked it at first, but I was kind of like. I kind of just relented and was like, because it, like, it's which, so. It's which so, one? Because he does it a couple times. A couple in the of, film. I think, mm-hmm. like, when it was first going, I was like, that's weird. I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Well, because the first one is college basketball coaches. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so he's just paneling through all the college basketball coaches. So that makes perfect sense, right? Those guys have been fucking eyeballing yeah. the mm-hmm. character sure. for but, uh, two or three years at that point. But it's not something you would really, it's not something you see a lot. In a movie like okay. this, in a story like this, you wouldn't no. really see that. You wouldn't really be no, it's cutting. more like a comedy thing. Yeah, you wouldn't be cutting away to like a bunch of like talking heads, mm-hmm. just like. But those, yeah, okay. But that doesn't take me out because in 1998, I'm in Arizona. Sure. And th- at that point of the filming, Arizona is the current reigning NCAA champion. Right. And so the first one is Lute Olson. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, there's Lute. It also feels very at home in Spike Lee movies to yes. me because, yes. because there he does are it shots. Always. He, right. Yeah. I mean, Constantly. not even like talking heads, but, you know, like seemingly almost still photos of characters staring right. into the camera a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, well, so, so what, it's, yeah, you kind of. Yeah. I, I feel emotionally prepared is, for it. Great. Yeah. Conditioned yeah. for it. But what I was going to say about it is just that, like, it is not, it doesn't, like, really add anything to the story other than, like, um, like widen the scope of it, mm-hmm. which I like. Once I kind of appreciated that that's, that's what a it good point. that that's what it's doing. I I liked it a lot more. Like it widens the scope mm-hmm. of it. It broadens the like the 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 tapestry, if you will. Sure. Mm-hmm. And well, it kind of reiterates the point that it's like this isn't like a singular story. Yeah. It's a story of a lot of people. Yeah. And it, it mm-hmm. makes you feel that full world view on on Jesus. Cause, right. Because without that like lots of low lower budget films will try and like tell a story that they claim is is world world expanding or whatever and then mm-hmm. you know they're like sitting in a bank and you're supposed to believe that it's the the grand national bank of blah 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 right so this you know i mean he's got a poster they've made of him that's a mock-up of sports illustrated mm-hmm. and, and other than it, that it helps to make it feel about bigger it. that's what, what i mean so without and, without mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. then and those are recognizable faces i don't know how recognizable they are to you guys but yeah I'm immediately mm-hmm associating all of those coaches because I especially then was super into college basketball. So they're all hitting me. But I think it's tough for for me because I really, I just love like good story. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so sometimes when stuff is like... Oh, you feel like it's not adding to it? Sometimes when I feel like stuff is like diverting away from the story that I'm interested in, okay. it's hard for me to like, like click with it and I'm just kind of like, this seems like a little like, why do this type thing? Sure. But... Like I said, when it I when I it clicks with me when I realize that it's doing a lot to just like add to the world yeah. and it, it, it actually is adding to the story mm-hmm. in that way, I really started to appreciate it. And I think that's why when I said that I feel like this is the movie that helped me get Spike Lee. Okay. It's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Got it. And yeah. stuff like with the music yeah. and stuff like that. And also this kind of movie, stuff. especially especially using some like, like sampling. It's yeah. almost like visual yeah. sampling. Mm-hmm. Like using someone like Ray Allen, he's blurring lines. Like you know, he's like, I want this to feel 
Like, um, even though I'm telling you a story, it's an obvious movie. There's a fucking plot, kind of. I mean, it's yeah. like a structured movie. Right. right. But he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna make this almost feel like documentary to you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that the people that this is about, it's real people that right. this happens to. Yeah. It's not just him, but it's you know, and mm-hmm. putting it in that real world with an actor that's the real thing, and like, <clears throat> yeah, adding all those real elements, I think really. Well, and makes and, that more immediate and putting it in our faces all of the challenges is not like we enter into the world and Jesus is already elevated he is the oh, best yeah. so yeah. that that obvious aspect of having to be the best to be even have any of this be a, a consideration that's taken care of now here's all the other shit that gets in the way and it complicates this in a way that makes this not a straightforward path to a better life or even a, a sustainable life mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. the women the money the people trying to d- get something from him at every yeah. quarter the 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 drug dealers it's or scary. whatever the, the 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 negative aspects of the neighborhood yeah. who don't want to see him who uh, achieve right like it's it's going into all of the details of stuff that passively you just see a kid who's like they talk about you uh, know he's got it made. He's got it made. Yeah, yeah. you see a kid who's you, you 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 hear about him, especially if he's on the cover of the Sports Illustrated, or they're talking about him in mm-hmm. Sports Center. You're like, oh, this kid's life is made. Like, no, there's so many things to navigate mm-hmm. just to get to the next step to possibly have it made. Is right. It's yeah. so much more than you want to, or than you know, short of being in it, you're not going to think about. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's <laughs> especially like as a. A white, like a privileged white person. Sure. Yeah. Like you're, like, sure. It's really easy to be like a privileged white person and watch sports and have like the. Yeah, be look. like all of the people involved in this film, right? Like well, the uh, white people involved in Well, the- no, I mean, as just even like a spectator, as mm-hmm. somebody who's not really a sports fan or mm-hmm. not really into sports and never really like mm-hmm. gets what the big deal is. Uh, what? <laughs> but there's like, the, you know, like the. <laughs> Like you get paid, to, you get paid to like shoot a ball. Like it's not that. Mm-hmm. Like what do you like? Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Sure. But I like movies like this, especially movies that are like focused on a character like Jesus Shuttleworth and mm-hmm. Jake Shuttlesworth, where mm-hmm. it's like the like the way out of the like the, the situation that you're in. Yeah, is it's a way. It, it's. Yeah, it's away, <laughs> Yahweh. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's not easy. Like, yeah, it is hard, and it's tenuous. Like, like that's he, he's an injury or a bad decision away from sure, exactly. And that's mm-hmm. and that is the and that, then what? That feels like the and then you're the just a clown who passed the ball for a living. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. that's the precariousness of the whole movie. That mm-hmm. of the whole story, right? Like that's that's the point. Yeah. And I love the co- or his fucking uncle takes a car and someone finds out about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, I fucking also love the co- the high school coach. Um, yeah. He like everyone wants. Oh yeah, yeah. Him. Like He's having great. to mm-hmm. having to be cautious mm-hmm. at every turn. Yeah, Lala wants him. Mm-hmm. Like I love that interaction with them too when they finally have it out sitting oh, on the yes. sitting on the. I um, cannot believe how young she looks. Oh, she's know. 19 crazy <laughs> so I, just, like, I can't believe how i mean goddamn beautiful she's she i mean i amazing. remember always thinking i mean that. i still think she's amazing of course looking, so do but, I. Uh, yeah but yeah she's but yeah, so I was like, oh my gosh she's just a kid look at yeah. her yeah but that she's 
really good. She's 19. Oh, yeah. and she's, that scene, she's amazing. Really that good. scene is a fucking like next level yeah. like acting shit and direct like all of that <laughs> is like all this acting shit. <laughs> no, agreed. It's just, it's, it's so natural mm-hmm. and uh, again that's why I was saying that like Ray, I think Ray Allen might be the best like athlete mm-hmm. actor because that scene mm-hmm. is do you have a better candidate? Shaquille. <laughs> oh yeah. Shazam. Kazam. 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 God damn, do I love Kazam? Uh, uh Burt Reynolds. Hello. <laughs> was he an athlete? Yeah, he was a, a, a receiver, I believe, or a running back for Florida State. I mean, he wasn't professional. That doesn't college count. Issue. College college know, sports doesn't Fred count. Dreyer? Fred I mean, Dreyer is pretty good, yeah. <laughs> doesn't count. Uh, uh what about uh Bubba Smith? Uh, <laughs> I, I tower from Police Academy. LeBron, LeBron and Space Jam Two is pretty good. What about what's his ass? Um, Dave Bautista. Yeah, Dave Bautista. No, he was wrestlers. A, he's a wrestler. Uh, are I don't they really, athletes? I, I, they are. But I mean, I don't they are. But they I kind of feel like they're in a, a titular league of their own. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, honestly, honestly, Rick Fox is a pretty good actor. Right, like yeah. he, didn't, he didn't do a whole Fox. lot. He's the he's the guy at Tech U who's who's walking him around. But he oh, was okay. he was on Oz at that same mm. time, being fil- filmed at the same time. Yeah, right? okay. And he's a but but that scene between but he doesn't he never looked like a like I was like that guy's too handsome to be a basketball player. <laughs> he looks like an actor. So. I feel like Ray Allen's really no, I know, comfortable I'm, I'm and natural in this movie. He, yeah, especially mm-hmm. in this in in that scene with Rosario Dawson. He's carrying a lot. He's having to do some heavy lifting for someone who's not an actor and right. who hasn't spent mm-hmm. his life doing anything related to acting. And, like, and I think when I found out that he was the the Ray the Allen, Ray Allen uh, not uh, Ray Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, yeah. he is good in this movie. Yeah, he's really mm-hmm. good in this movie. I feel like the scene where he uh, uh, is when he puts his hands on his sister. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a that little, scene is he's, a he's little struggling. Yeah, he's struggling uh, for me. Yeah, yeah. No, but you can kind of feel it. But um, uh, agreed. There, there are times where he's not. He's not the best actor, right? Like no, the, no. having to choose no, but, to to use a, yeah, an actual athlete. But I thought he was an actor who was good at basketball. Not, right. <laughs> but the fact that he's a basketball player yeah. who's just like good at acting yeah. like a pretty pretty good at acting as a, like an athlete yeah. is like really good acting yeah. for an athlete you know Agreed. what I mean <laughs> I mean we've all seen Enter the Dragon or no wait is it Game mm. of Death Kareem Abdul-Jabbar he's in Enter the Dragon I can't remember which one he's in right 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 yeah 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 yeah, 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 and airplane. I mean, he's terrific. Oh, yeah. in airplane. It's amazing. <laughs> well, it's always fun to see like an athlete I mean, cameo about, in a movie. You sure. know what I mean? What about but OJ Simpson. I mean, come on. Oh shit! Nordberg. You're forgetting about fucking OJ. <laughs> come on. I mean, <laughs> guys, we all or know Jim that Brown. When, what the fuck? When what about OJ Jim Brown? Simpson died, when he dies, when he died, there's gonna be one thing in the headlines. It's gonna be like <laughs> Nordberg movies. Nordberg dies. <laughs> Falling down. <laughs> well, down. first he backed into some wet paint. And then he stepped into a bear trap. And then he... Oh, my God. It's a long description oh, of what shit. happened to him. And in the middle of it is he like, came home and, and murdered the, his the head ex-wife. off of two people. And then... Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. No, yeah. I, 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 I am interested in... We should maybe even do this as a category. Oh, uh, I like athletes actors. turned actors, oh, yeah. but um, and not counting wrestlers because oh, that's too a many whole other category. That is a whole other category because you got Cena, Batista, uh, Dwayne, jo- Dwayne yeah, but, Johnson. Uh, yeah, but Batista's the only one that's like maybe a decent actor. John Cena is a pretty good actor. Eh. Uh, come on, I compared think to Batista, he's always just similar- John. 
Cena. I You're right. John, Batista actually does do stuff. I mean, yeah. John Cena is like a fun screen presence and it's one of those yeah you're right he's just himself you're right well i think there's movies where he's he's, i mean really though i'm like you're just there because you're a fucking wrestler like i never see him and be like ah i needed him have you not watched the peacemaker no i have not watched. but there's i think there's it's not a movie he's kind of like um (laughs) he's kind of like so much (laughs) when he's one of those guys who kind of like with arnold schwarzenegger like if, Mm -hmm. if you know how to use him well he's my favorite uh, for turned actor. That role. doesn't count. It, why the fuck doesn't that count? I mean, I think that could. I there's an let's argument. Do it, let's do team sports. We have team, team sports. Team, okay. sport, team sports <sighs> guys turned into people. I mean, turned J- into actors. Jason Lee is an athlete turned actor. That's true. That's um, true. He's not a good actor. I, well, he's enjoyable, but he's not a good fair. actor. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Mallrats is grating the way he performs in that. <laughs> sure, it makes me want to p- just turn but, the movie well, off. Everyone he, in Kevin Smith's movies are grating. But he's especially so. He was one of huh. the. He was in one of the most influential s- skateboard videos of all time, yeah, Blind Video Days, true. directed by Spike Jones. Okay. I've seen that. Uh, I mean, so have I. He's. I'm not a skateboarder though. <laughs> I know, but it's very like people still talk about that about yeah. Video Days as <laughs> yeah. like. Seminal, like sure. um, it, cha- it changed there. the game. Like it changed yeah. skateboarding yeah. forever, and changed skateboard videos forever. And skateboard videos were like the main marketing sure. mm-hmm. piece of skateboard brands. I know. Uh, who are you, who are you I know. To? Who are you talking to? I fucking to? know this, Brett. <laughs> Stop saying things we already know. <laughs> and don't your, talk again unless LeBron. you have something <laughs> new. To me. And but, to your LeBron of it all, uh, MJ in Space Jam the original. Hello. Sure. I mean, uh, well, that's a given. I, did, I thought that went without saying. That's hello. Michael Jordan Memorial. The thing list. I wanted to say about John Cena. Good. John Cena in Blockers. That's, oh my God. That's he's like great. Yeah, he's, he's so fun in that. He's fine. But that's like I hate you. <laughs> being like you are. All the credit he gets is because it's like, oh, it's John Cena. That's funny. No, but that's what I. That's, that's what, what I feel. Like that's what I mean. Every though. time. It's like he's being used in a way mm-hmm. that is like good for who he is as an on-screen presence especially like yeah but he's not a good actor no i uh, i agree (laughs) isn't that what we're talking about the best actor no well yes but what my point when i brought up john cena was just that like when he's used if he can be used he's like already going into this i mean we could do our three-way he's an on-screen presence he's charismatic and so when used in the right way he's enjoyable yeah just like the first like six things that arnold schwarzenegger was in that's what i mean terrible that's that's totally why i compared him to arnold schwarzenegger yeah you're right well also they're big muscle bound doofuses i mean arnold schwarzenegger was like a terrible actor and then james cameron came along and was like i'm just gonna make him a machine and give him very few words well and, and then it's gonna be awesome boom <laughs> conan, he did it he did yeah. an acceptable conan was before conan yeah. was before but he's yeah. good at conan yeah. he's not he doesn't good get, in conan he when he's, he a good he pr- he's, he's a good, a good on-screen he's a good on-screen presence in conan yeah yeah, the, yeah. well what's good it's about true. him in conan is like he doesn't speak for the first 40 minutes of the movie <laughs> yeah. like no dialogue mm. at all <laughs> right he's and an, 20 yeah. of that is someone else playing him as a child. Right. I mean, there's less dialogue in Terminator. That's Even why right. it works. That's right, exactly. Anyway, anyway, he's not but an then when you go, We're when not you... calling him an athlete. We're calling him a muscle-bound fool, but he's not an athlete. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what he's you say. He's as much of an athlete. No, he's, he's more not. of an athlete than the wrestlers. I, th- I disagree. I th- what the fuck? The wrestlers are Hold fucking... no real titles. He, own, he holds all the titles in his sport. Right, but those in are... real ones. But those are all just superficial people judging based off of visuals wrestlers are doing a 
lot of fucking work. Yeah, they're doing and they're shows. also muscle bound. Yeah, they're, they're putting they're on doing shows work. where they're, they're doing they're, work. It's like dancing. Um, it's still it is. It's, it's still, still it acting. is very athletic, but yeah. so is dancing. We're not talking about dancers. They're no, very athletic. We're not, we're I, not talking about dancers. No. As, otherwise, we'd put Jean Claude Van Damme in this. But Van wrestling Damme. is not a sport. It's I would, sports yeah. entertainment. Why are we talking about? Whereas well, bodybuilding is an accepted sport. No, I would say that wrestling. I see what you're saying. I would say that I understand what you're saying. I agree. Also, fuck yourself. I agree. Well, no problem. I will. I think I plan on it. I think I think it would be tough to say athlete turned actor. I think it would have to be like uh, I think you could even like whittle it down to like basketball player or football player. You know what I mean? Like you could whittle it down to like specific sport because athletics are even like gymnasts so you're like you're talking like Cirque du Soleil like right. you could say they're athletes my pick no, is think, Joe think, Namath in the Brady Bunch I mean bowling is considered a sport <laughs> so are they oh, yeah. athletes you I know want, what I mean I want, like, I want it to be like the main sports the, the top main US sports football basketball baseball, baseball. okay and then we'll pick the best actors out of that Okay, uh, and we can throw hockey in there if you need. Yeah, I mean, I, can we talk about the New York of this movie? Can we get to I that? I really, really oh, want to. Oh my god, the New York of this movie oh, is beautiful. This is, I mean, I feel like we don't even have to have a fucking conversation next week because I'm like, this movie feels like a real New York, like more than the others. The others are so heightened and silly. Yeah, like I mean, even yeah. After Hours is like a different world, kind of like his. The textures of this movie and like the the places, the people, there's the people. Mm-hmm. It's also authentic and it feels so immediate. And I'm just like, this is. It feels like someone's going, movie. "Hey, I'm fucking walking over here, right?" And a New York that a, a part of New York, Coney Island, that's not like front yeah. and center yeah, in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. really not. I mean, it it's the. I, other than Warriors, I can't think of any well-known some Woody Allen shit. That, it's part of Brooklyn, right? So, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. lower Brooklyn. Or and, and so I love that it's co- like it the Bronx. The idea that it's like uh, hmm. um, good question. Actually, no. I think the Bronx is a little further northeast. I think that because it's Coney Island and because of the like circumstances of the movie the idea that it is a character in the movie yeah, well and mm. it's not uh it is all there right like abraham lincoln high school is the high school right there on the you know yeah. three blocks in from the from the Coney I mean, island area like this is all not just written about this little area it it's like South I mean, Brooklyn. Although it, it, I think it's it's is filmed and set in that spot where yes. it's being or whatever it's set in the spot where it's being filmed. They're Although not using other locations, I think an argument in fi- I mean we'll get to it more next week, obviously. But an argument for like After Hours is that Soho is very active mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that movie, which lends itself to being more of a. A, a, a character, character right because it's so active mm-hmm. where coney island is like more like it's less active the, in, in a sense but the the character is where jake stays right like that fleabag hotel that feels like the characterization the, of new york the street courts the, the street courts I mean, all of it is so I agree. That kind of New York, you know? I, I agree 100%. But I'm try- I think what I'm differentiating is between 
it being a setting and being a character, right? Or be, mm-hmm. like, uh, well, that's why I'm saying like yeah. that that gritty area there, not so much. I mean, the almost the court almost feels like a heightened area in in a similar fashion that the Soho area is heightened aspect of the artistic area of New But there's of also the moments Manhattan. where he's just showing two little kids playing basketball in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like there's things like that that add such a, a real texture to it. And I agree. It feels like But the 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 places where Spike takes the time to show us a full three sixty mm-hmm. is in that little flea bag area. Like he does it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Like there's a shot I had to go back and watch it again because he's he starts it framed on the yeah. on the on the hotel and does a slow pan across showing just like I don't know the urban aspect of it all and it looks beautiful and kind of gritty and also whatever and you see the car come in and then it turns and like and it's a whole crane shot comes down they get out of the car and go up into the flea bag I, mm-hmm. that I think is the only time he does that with the city like this mm-hmm. is that feels I don't know I, I don't know what kind of argument I'm trying to make here other than that's where it, I feel the city the most is in that moment right there yeah or in that area mm-hmm. that that section of the film which is odd because i also feel like the mila jovovich character in that whole uh-huh. little just kidding the, 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 <laughs> that mm-hmm. little sub story feels unnecessary there's just that one scene and i think it's the scene that we were all talking about when we're saying that he would play the soundtrack underneath in a place in a way that's almost distracting mm. is when he's having drinks with her and it's just yeah, the two yeah. of them in the room and they're mm-hmm. talking or not even the one where they're having drinks but the one before where he like comes in and they're talking like it, it feels almost like there's no point to the scene inconsequential kind yeah. of thing mm-hmm. and then at the end of it there's an aspect where he's connecting that they're both broken people just trying to survive mm-hmm. and it's, which to me like okay it, it rationalizes keeping that in the story. And, right. But I also feel like it speaks to Jake's atonement. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like right, he, right, right. there's a woman being abused next to him and he's, that's a good point. He doesn't want to get involved, but he also like does want to be there. Look out for her yeah. in a okay. way that he can. And I think that speaks to like his atonement for his, his I, crime. I agree. It, it, it feels precarious cause you know, she's 24. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like it's, it feels, I mean, we are already, I guess there's an aspect of parentalhood that, that would he go also, into it, and then mm-hmm. and then he winds up fucking her anyway. He, he so. ultimately pays her for sex. Yeah, so he yeah. ultimately you know, exploits that but, in her but, too, yeah. which I liked, because I was like, I was thinking about it while I was watching it, because I had, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I don't, um, you know, I empathize with him, and I feel for him, and I don't like him. Right. Right. Yeah, you know, as a person, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I would not want to be around this guy. Not ever. at all. Mm-hmm. No. And, and so then I'm like, I'm like, oh, God, is he going to do that? And then I was like, well, what am I expecting? Like, these yeah. are two people that like they're neither one of them are in a position to save the other one. What am right. I expecting from right? Them? And for sure. And, <laughs> and that would feel fake if, if yeah, there totally. was some aspect where he just gives her money and is like, you take care of yourself. Like, yeah. It no, would he's feel out, totally he's, stupid. He's out of jail for a few days. That's like, also part of yeah. it where I'm like, also, mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah. He's yeah. gonna get yeah. some because he's only got a couple of days, and this is truly gonna be his last chance to. This have. just made yeah. me think of this, but also I just wanted to touch on this before I forgot. But the ending of this movie, with the uh, where they're both shooting and they're crossing, and he's back in prison. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Ray Allen's on the court at Big State, and <laughs> Big uh, State, and <laughs> he. So then Denzel's about to shoot, and he doesn't. And he starts walking to the out of bounds area, and the snipers gonna shoot him. There, yeah, he's gonna shoot him. And I'm like, does that doesn't happen? Does it? I don't remember that happening. I was like, that can't happen. Oh, that yeah, sucks. Movie. You know. And I'm so glad. I was like, you know, a, 
a younger fucking filmmaker would have yeah, him, might have, him kill yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for some cheap fucking points, you right. know. Oh yeah. And I was so glad that it didn't happen. <laughs> Me too. I'm so I was glad like, you oh. brought that up because <laughs> I am one thousand percent on board, like with you on that. Yeah. Because I was feeling the exact same thing where I was like, are they gonna I kind I don't really want them to kill him because I feel yeah. like that would just be a little bit too like uh like soapy, like a little too yeah. Um, yeah. melodramatic. Yeah, and which is funny because the, the whole context of Especially that is him. What's happening yeah. is so melodramatic. I know, and crazy. I know. It would and be I, too much. I it think would that's be too what. Much. I think that's what saved it for me is that they yeah. didn't because I think if they would have killed him and then like he would have passed the ball to his son. I because that <laughs> is like, hokey, uh, uh, but I love it. But it, I love the, it too, and mm-hmm. I think because he because the Jake character doesn't get shot by the. The yeah, co- he has the guard. To, this yeah. yes, it, it saves it for me. It does yeah, because sure. he still has to go atone and spend his life yeah. in atonement for mm-hmm. what he's done, and and yes. that's like that's why I was so frustrated by that remake of A Star Is Born. I mean, not yeah, to, we've but, talked about that. But, yeah, yeah, like have like make it so that he has to live now in humility, right? Like don't have him take the fucking easy way out. That's did, not dramatic to me. Did, that's fucking did, stupid. Be, because he always die in A Star Is Born. Right, but you you aren't <laughs> but by the third remake. Yeah, you can remake it however the fuck you want. And here's a spoiler: that would be so much more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I think. And that... they were good actors. Like that, if someone ever gets around to making it again and tries to make that change, the likelihood that it's going to work is pretty small. Like well, that. Well, I think you. I thought that formula was. I, good. I, mean, I don't know. I'm I think you, you start like you kind of start to realize that like that death isn't necessarily the most tragic thing that can happen to somebody. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's what all right. life, yeah. life imprisonment is about, right? Like, right. It's that, like, the idea that somebody has to, like, live yeah. with their choices and with their mistakes and realize that there's... you That I blew my chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I lost my chance. Like, I blew it. <laughs> like, that... And then they have to live with that, and there's no turning back for them. That's so much like more tragic than him just mm-hmm. getting like killed by a security guard at yeah. the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the idea of uh, like when a movie, like when a, a movie ends where it began, like it's kind of yeah. got like that circular kind of like purgatory thing, mm-hmm. kind of like After Hours did, where it's yeah. like <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, it ends how it begins, or like Inside Lewin Davis is a, another yeah, good yeah. where you're like, just like, oh, it's so much more tragic that you just feel like he's just going to keep reliving this, like <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, just, yeah. like the same, like the system is not saved by what just happened, like right. the like they didn't change things like it's not like a triumphant story of people yeah. like finding redemption and uh yeah. they all get to live happily ever after or like somebody dies and it's tragic and they all learn a lesson from their death sure, you know yeah. uh kind of like uh like hardball <laughs> you remember like when <laughs> oh right when right, right, g right. baby dies in hardball oh. and it's gonna <laughs> It's so sad. It's, it's so a... goddamn sad. And Keanu Reeves does a really great, like a really uh, emotionally, oh god, provocative um, uh, monologue about G Baby. But it is kind of like, <laughs> it is kind of like, uh, it kind of feels like you're cheating. Yeah, you know uh-huh. what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's too, I don't know, on the nose or something. Yeah, it also was it, it, way too which obvious. Is so funny because the on the nose of it all is. Putting the ball in his son's court. I know, I yeah. know. But it's also it's like so beautiful. So you, it yeah, hits so it's perfectly. Beautiful and they've, they've, you know, it's it's not the, <laughs> it's not the uh, the literal life and death of it that's important. It's right. Like they've 
reached an understanding of each other in a way and that's where we're gonna leave it and we don't need then on top of that like oh yeah he got killed uh, and like, it would just be like what? yeah and it's kind of like the end of american history x Remember oh that's that? exactly <laughs> what i was thinking that's exactly like, what i was thinking oh, fuck it, well <laughs> just i don't think i remember the very end of that movie hmm. at, at least in american history x it works because the focus is on edward norton's character yeah. and then and that just adds to like the consequences of his, his actions mm-hmm. yeah. like edward furlong's character is a victim of edward norton's actions yeah in the most dramatic way possible and a perpetuity of yes but here violence, blah, i think blah, blah, if it was like like if it's the jake character getting killed it's like oh well okay <laughs> right yeah, I mean? yeah yeah it's like uh, oh, okay but I think because like the ball go like being uh, literally put into uh, Jesus's court mm-hmm. is so uh, it's just like a nice capper because of um, his like his letter and his last words on the court to him and then him like picking up the ball and realizing that he can be like. He can carve. He can carve his own path. Mm-hmm. Well, and, it's, and he doesn't have to be like his dad. And he and and to the get the hate out of your heart. The right. last time that he played with his father, he threw the ball over the thing, which is towards the the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like he threw the ball away, and that was the night that the the thing went down. Right. And that's the last time. And so the ball landing back, Jake throwing it, doing the exact same action from inside the prison, and then it landing in Jesus's hands. Right is letting go of that that pain letting go of that that hate in your heart right like yeah. that earlier manifestation was the kid full of hate and anger and then that never was released because then his dad got to prison for killing his mom and yeah. it was just always there and, and so he had the, to bury it he had mm-hmm. to bury it and then the ball like literally the same ball coming back to him now I, I, it, it just it works for me yeah such mm-hmm. a magical realism and it's the only real magical realism yeah. of the movie yeah um like, yeah, yeah the, the rest of the movie has some, like, heightened scenes and stuff, but they're not, like, no, they're, they're all, not surrealist or no. magical realism no, or anything and like that. Anywhere that it, or absurd. Anywhere that it touches on surreal is it's also framed as a memory, which is always going to be heightened. Mm-hmm. So. Or or just, like, frantic. Like, the, the scene that comes to mind for me is, like, the scene where uh, Rosario Dawson and Ray Allen are having sex on the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. Like, that... Isn't like that's more like uh, that's exactly how you would fuck on a Ferris wheel, though. I, no, I, watching that, I'm like, I can't believe I haven't fucked on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> well, it seems it doesn't seem great. Uh, well, okay. Denzel Washington is such a interesting actor. Um, it's interesting to see him in this movie too because he is. Um, I mean, it seems like it kind of inevitably happens with any like big movie star that eventually they start to turn in stuff that's more, um, I don't know, just like more mainstream, more broad, Mm -hmm. you know, like more like the Equalizer and the Equalizer 2 and stuff like that. And kind of just the trend of old guys being in action movies, (laughs) like Liam Neeson thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but he's still he's still just like a good even in those movies he's just a good actor mm-hmm. you know but it's just talking about the greatest actor of all time period yeah Chris Elliott 
<laughs> no, I was just saying that Denzel. It's nice to see Denzel in this a movie like this because he does get to be like a great actor in it in a well, good movie. At this point in his career, that's all he was doing. I know, but it's funny to see him in the con- like just because this is it's there's like the like is it inevitable that like an old actor like an old movie star will eventually start just doing like really broad movies doing like old man action films old man action films or like old man comedy movies sure. like is he it, doesn't do that he does I old know. man action though he does old man action that's what mm-hmm. i mean like is that just like an inevitable part of like the I movie star trajectory I, it Sort of, maybe. I mean, Brad Pitt, oh, but he was always just doing action films peppered in there, wasn't he? No, I guess he wasn't. I don't know, does Brad Pitt do that? I mean, that Bullet Train is basically an old man action movie. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's directed by David Leach, who mm-hmm. was like part of John Wick, like mm-hmm. oh, sure, and part of well, but, uh, like the Deadpool movie or whatever. Like, well, my point being, like, is that out of character for Brad Pitt? I, he's the only old, I like mean, George Clooney's not doing that. But no, I guess not. But um, Liam Neeson, big time is. But George Clooney mostly doing. That's all he does. That's what I'm saying. But man, action. But (laughs) George Clooney's also like producing movies and. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's directing movies. I mean, there's a term for it: old man action movies. So it's obviously something that does happen. I mean, Denzel being, I think he's he does varied work. So it's like, I'm. I did see the first Equalizer, and I, I thought I saw, it was fun. But, I saw the second uh, one also. It, I there think, are Denzel movies that go right by me. I don't even pay any attention. Sure. And then I'm like, because the Denzel to me the last 10, 15 years is like Fences and uh, Macbeth. Oh. And like Those are the things I saw him in for the most part. Well, man on Fire was oh, also... Yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah. You know, but that's old man action if you think about it that way. Yeah, it's like, kinda. you know, he's always he's yeah. always good, but I, it's it's that a lot thing, of though, movies he does, I'm I like, think, meh, not interested. If anything, in he is... I thought he was incredible in Macbeth. Oh, yeah, yeah me too. If anything, yeah, he's avoided sure. the pitfall of that, right? Like, he finally got mm-hmm. celebrated for Training Day, right? Right, Which was that Oscar making up for missing him for two other things prior. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of then sinking into it like Al Pacino, <laughs> he's... He's remained kind of varied, right? Like he does. Yeah. He did the Equalizer and Man on Fire and other dumb shit. Book of Eli. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Book of Eli is kind of a crossing both worlds because he's pretty quiet in that movie, but also fucking badass. But I, I don't know. I I love Den. I love Denzel. So oh, so do I. Yeah. I. I love Denzel as well. I just was. I just was kind of pontificating on mm-hmm. the idea of him is is i think equalizer 2 is the only sequel he's ever done am i wrong as far as i know he's not oh, a maybe. sequel making guy man on fire 2 <laughs> no. probably i mean it doesn't seem like <laughs> was man on fire the one with the dakota yeah fanning yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's like tony she... scott movie yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it's a dumb movie i mean yeah. taking a, no not not pelham one two three the other one the un, unstoppable yeah. it's fun that movie's fun Oh yeah, the train movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, he yeah, does yeah, two yeah. train movies. But the the fun one, not the not the John Travolta one. Oh, I didn't realize that Tony Scott did that. Oh, I'm talking oh, Denzel. Uh, oh, Denzel's in both of those. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you were talking about Tony Scott. He became one of those <laughs> he old, did man, do that, old man. He did do that though. He did do the Unbreakable. Movie. I think Unstoppable. He did Unstoppable. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I thought you were saying he also did Taking. Oh. Taking I was like, oh, he did two train movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Denzel did two train movies. Yeah. Oh, of course, that's yeah. what you were talking about. Yeah. I'm dumb. Well, just like he did two prison movies. Like it wasn't Hurricane right before. He got around this time. Tony Scott did those two. 
<laughs> this is the story of the hurricane. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Denzel's... Uh, it's fucking Denzel, bro. He's fucking great in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's I, fucking great in this I love movie. when he's getting, like, he's running out of time and he's getting that frantic and it's when uh, uh, Jesus is off at the university yeah. and so Denzel's just, like, running through the streets trying to find someone who can help him and yeah. runs into Rosario Dawson and he has that, like, no shit talk with her. I, I really enjoy that, where, like, he's talking about shit that neither of them are supposed to be talking about, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, he's, yeah. like, registering that he just... Drops all pretext. He's like, I know you're using my son. I'm trying to use my son. Let's just fucking work together. And she's, nah, 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 nah. yeah. And then that kid comes up, and I love that. This this is what just holds for me that Denzel like power because he's there's nothing to it. He just fucking <laughs> does away with that kid, yeah. <laughs> but not in an overt way, in just a way that like seems exactly like this guy would just have no fucking suffering of fools and just. Do away with that it's kid the way like, he does. A few moments of like tumbling where you're like, oh God, he's spiraling. Yeah. Because he's like, he's grabbing her first of all. Yeah. So like gra- already he puts her like, hands oh, on her. Yeah. And then the guy comes over and he hits him in the throat and then punches him. And then he walks off and he starts but that, running. But that look on his face and then as the next he looks thing around, him, he's, he's just like, fucking damn it. bag of booze yep. again. Yep. And you're like, God damn it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is going to go bad. Well, and then it's after that that he has that. With when he goes and finally gives in to like having sex with the prostitute, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. prior to that, when that, because you, I expect it when the when the pimp like mm-hmm. he's all, damn man, <laughs> do I know you? Like I love the way that guy embodies <laughs> that sweetness. Is yeah. it sweetness? I, yeah. I love that. He's awesome. And I love Denzel's response. He's like, no, you're right, man. No, mm-hmm. I don't want it. like it's so. It's just so Denzel. Yeah. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. And I feel like, I mean, Coney Island is definitely a character in the movie. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, so much of it just happens right there on the, in Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, mm-hmm. the court is right there off the beach. And I'm pretty sure it's right down from that boardwalk and from all the amusement park stuff. Like, it, it's all right there. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like it's his girlfriend or something in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think going into next week with uh, he got game after hours and they came together. I think I think it's going to be. In- I'm glad we picked these three movies. Mm-hmm. Like in retrospect, I feel like I, once again I'm like the, the outlier. No, 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 I don't no, think no, no, so. because no? I okay. think. I think they're all featuring a really different New York mm-hmm. and characterizing New York in a very different way mm-hmm. in all three movies. Totally. And I so I think it's actually going to be fun to kind of compare the three movies <sighs> and how they're using New York. Yeah. And a different what like all three so different and if we would have picked different movies it could have been too similar to really like sure yeah have okay, a good okay. discussion about yeah that's a yeah. good point that's a good point so i'm i'm really glad that the we picked these three movies even with me picking they came together because that yeah. is like <laughs> such a oh oh ah what's going on i just remembered yesterday guys i watched made in manhattan with oh! j-lo <laughs> Jinx and I watched it. <laughs> it's J-Lo and it's McConaughey, J-Lo? right? No, that one's The Wedding Planner. The Wedding Planner. Made in Manhattan is J-Lo and Rafe Fiennes. Yeah. And oh, it is yeah. the most generic romantic comedy. It, like, yeah. The characters are like non-existent. 
and it hits all the exact like musical beats and mm-hmm. everything. I was like, they came together as doing this movie so hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's two Nora Jones songs in the middle of that movie. <laughs> I was like, are they going to cut to the video? Like, oh, shit. And, and, and towards the end of the movie, mm-hmm. incidentally, Christmas. <laughs> I think I should get bonus points for Watson Baby Manhattan. That's oh what I'm saying. Oh, are we gonna have to do an incidentally Christmas part two, part two. this There's year? So many. I think we'll have to. Maybe we will have to revisit that. Maybe after Tucker. Tucker, you can pile a list. I have been. I've been okay, keeping good. on track. And then maybe the next time we do it, we'll all just pick one from Tucker's, Tucker's list. list. I like that. I like that. Perfect. Sight unseen. We each have to. Or what if we we do it like the, we did the Coen Brothers, where we each assign a number to each one of the oh, lists, yeah. and then we have, to, oh. we have to get one at random. Oh, that's right. Right. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so keep a tally okay. of uh, the incidentally Christmas uh, movies, and then right. the next time we revisit that genre, we'll do it at random. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> so I I do think it could be anybody's game, depending on how it gets scored and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I, I think it could be anybody's game. Um, but... I will say, go also going into next week, I really liked all three of these of these movies. Yeah, I um, love them all. I mean, obviously, I love they came together. But yeah. Watched After Hours for the first time. He got game for the first time, and I'm definitely glad to have seen those movies. Yeah, and I love a lot of times on this podcast that I get to kind of be like the newbie mm. on some mm. of these like older movies. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, it's just like with. Uh, too fast one furious yeah i feel like i'm the one furious <laughs> no you were the one furious there oh yeah because both of you hadn't seen her. Yeah, yeah that's right uh-huh. yeah. oh yeah i fucking rock <laughs> god damn it um okay so um do you guys have any oh the last thing i want to say on he got game hmm? when he does go to <laughs> Uh, Tech the, you? The, no, the gravestone. When mm. Jake oh my goes God, to the I wanted to talk about the gravestone for a mm-hmm. second too. Go ahead. I, I, did, I was watching this with Ashley and I... <laughs> We get it. You have a wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I turned to her and, I, and she was also pretty into the movie too. And I turned to her at that moment. I was like, how great would it be if this just turned into MacGruber? <laughs> <laughs> All I could think about was the scene of MacGruber <laughs> when he goes and has sex with his dead My wife, thought, the, the ghost I, of his dead wife. I, I, I didn't want that scene. I wanted that to be removed. The Him like hugging the gravestone. I appreciate it. I appreciate the visual of it. A gravestone like that would cost $25,000. Sure. There's no possible way <laughs> yeah. that, um, that that gravestone exists. So I yeah. used to set stones like that in cemeteries. Uh-huh. Uh, I worked for a monument company. Yeah. And when he was doing that, I was like, be fucking careful, man. That thing not, might just pop right over. It's not good on that. I don't, yeah. It might just <laughs> crush your fucking arms so bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was so worried about him. Uh, <laughs> they're really that hard. I thought they they're were so more fucking heavy. Well, I know they're that heavy. Well, but... if they're in any sort of disrepair, that stuff starts chipping oh, away. That's sealing it on there, Got and it. I've seen them fall over. Sure. Have you Have you guys ever gone? And you also know they're fucking crazy expensive. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. my first thought. Was like, there's no fucking way there's gonna be okay. a gravestone like that. Do Do people go or a monument to visit graves? And like Some speak people. out loud to the graves, like they like do people Some ever people behave do. at graves like they do in movies? I don't, I don't know because you'd have to ask people individually because people kind of do it on their own. Have you guys ever done that? I've gone 
Mm. I've said one or two words out loud, but it's usually if I'm having anything, it's in my head. It's like, <laughs> just like thinking. It's it, not speaking. Yeah. I, I just find I've, I'm always curious because like I've, I, I've, 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 I've said a couple of things. Not uh, not how it felt like <laughs> fucking Rocky Balboa having full conversations. Yeah. But he keeps well, a chair in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And reads the paper to her and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because I, that almost feels more natural uh-huh. the, of just like, this is just my routine now. Sure. Well, I, I, I only ask because of the scene in that, uh, him like going and hugging mm-hmm. his wife's gravestone and stuff like that. Like, I've gone to my dad's grave a couple of times. And whenever I do, I'm like, what am I supposed to be? What do I right. do right now? Well, and that's, yeah. uh, that is curious because you're referring to something like, you don't, I assume, have mixed feelings about where you left your relationship with your dad. Sure. Right? Like there was, you felt solid with your dad. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's there's always things lingering, but I think it's a different, like my only experiences with my, my ex-wife. And, right. I mean, I have very mixed emotions when I'm down there. And especially when, it, when we first put her um, stone in the ground and all that, like, I found myself like, oh man, this feels weird. But yeah, I'm engaged in a like, this is the, it feels like even as words are coming out of my face, I'm like, this is stupid because there's nothing here. It's just me talking to the ground, but it's also like coming out. So Mm -hmm. it isn't completely (laughs) a thing for movies is my point. Well, I wonder if people do it because they see it in the movies. They see mm-hmm. it in the movies. You know what I mean? Like, to yeah. that point. To that point. Like which came first? Right. And were the movies emulating real life or I, were people just emulating what they saw in movies? Kind of yeah. like after Godfather came out and I, I, gangsters I, started behaving like the I Godfather. Journaled, <laughs> I journaled about this also <laughs> when she passed. Of the day of, I had that same thought when I was driving to ultimately where she was had yeah. passed. I found myself like, I feel like I'm in a movie. I feel like I'm acting like I'm in a movie. The right. way I'm responding here, it feels like it's in a movie, but it also feels completely normal and natural. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And I, in that moment and in reflection on it, I was like, it doesn't matter because this is how I felt and how I acted. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know the answer, but I also don't think it matters because sure. it is just what we do. I mean, yeah. If you peel anything back, everything we do is based kind of like that. There's on Homer's things. Odyssey. <laughs> well, no, but on what you learn by seeing sure, other sure. people and seeing sure. how, how to be in a situation. Sure, no, I think there's a truth to it. I think our perception of it is colored by movies, but... Yeah, um, yeah that's what everyone it feels I'm, like, yeah. Yeah, everyone I've lost, I'm either not where they would have something like that, yeah. um, or they don't. And so it's never been a thing that uh, I like would do. The, the, the actual question of going to a gravesite and talking yeah, like that. Yeah, because most of them don't have graves. Or if they do, I'm not, I don't even know where they are. Sure. And <clears throat> sometimes I'll go to the cemetery and talk to Paul Revere's grave, Paul Revere and the Raiders. He's but that's just because you're trying to be a and wise I'll be ass. like, hey, man, <laughs> remember that time I helped you at Kinko's? <laughs> you, I talk to him like once a week. You oh, talk to Paul that's Revere. Nice. That's nice. Paul Did Revere you work at the, the Kinko's downtown? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you help uh, Paul Revere when did one you day? Work there? And he was because he used like, to go in there all the time. Um, like well, late, I mean, yeah, late nineties. Huh? Yeah, I definitely went in there but when you were there. Nice. <laughs> he was nice to me, and, uh, huh. and I was like, oh, cool. That's nice. Well, I'm He's glad. Some copies of some stuff, some record albums. And shit. Was it? Was it? He was old. The poster for Cherokee people. <laughs> I mean, it, there was Cherokee there was like a, a, an album and some other stuff. I don't know. Hmm. <sighs> Um, he was more than eager to tell me who he was. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's was that was that uh, because his like his vanity plate said Paul Revere on it? <laughs> no, he's just like, you know who I am. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, I go visit him once a week. <laughs> Shut up. After breakfast, yeah. I did find his grave once on accident because oh, really? I used to, I used to like to like we'd go drive through cemeteries sometimes. Oh, um, it's really interesting. I like to, cemeteries. To, yeah, they, they're really interesting, especially yeah. like that one. I assume you're talking about the one over on, on Rose Hill on, or um, Leita over here. Yeah. Yeah. Rose that's where, that's where, that's where my ex is. As yeah. Well. It, it, walking through there. I used to live right mm-hmm. like a block from there. Wandering through there is really interesting. There's some old, old gray stones. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Yeah. But I found, yeah, I found Paul Revere one day. So I'm like, huh. I know where one person's buried. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was buried there. <laughs> Wow, interesting. Yeah. I I make a I make a, you know, an annual pilgrimage to Hemingway's cabin and <laughs> catch him. Do you? And, and also <laughs> down to his, his flat down in uh in Key West. Yeah. <laughs> a pilgrimage. A pilgrimage. <laughs> um uh, <laughs> I only I only visit celebrity graves. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Sick yeah. Cobain, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I go and take a shit on Gigi Allen's grave. <laughs> yeah, Jesus dude, Christ! <laughs> didn't they? They removed his headstone, didn't they? Isn't that like the because the there's lore? too much? I would imagine because so. people were just going and like I'm, shit. Someone on probably his... stole it. Oh, that, that's probably <laughs> that's very likely as well. Um, anyways, okay, Kevin. So we'll be uh, next week. We'll be declaring a winner of I'm walking here. Yeah. We're gonna decide who gets to keep walking. Who's gonna be walking here when and, it's all over? And who's gonna get mowed down by the car? <laughs> That's right. Who's gonna get hit by a yellow cab? <laughs> Who did not say I'm walking here fast enough and just got mowed down by a yellow cab? Um, God damn it! Was this a perfect opportunity for me to make you guys watch Rhinestone? <gasps> Is Sorry, bro. Oh, man. Is that is that more tragic than death? Is that is having to live with the regret that you, know you didn't what? pick rhinestone? You know what? <laughs> Listen, I will pick rhinestone someday for something. I can't. I honestly cannot wait. I honestly cannot wait either. <laughs> I have seen rhinestone. Just, just for the record, me. no, I've only. It's been since it was on cable. Brother, you ain't Brother. seen it till you've seen it with me. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you think you've seen it. <laughs> you ain't seen it. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, brother. Okay, so we'll be declaring a winner. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get there. So uh, until then, do all that podcast stuff mm-hmm. that you normally do. That you always do. All that shit. You hear about it every single time. You know what to do. Just just do it. <laughs> just fucking do it. Finally. Just do it. For once in your life. Make like, it do so podcasts asked. don't have to... Say yeah, that just just we have a second. Beg? You, yeah, just we, as soon as you listen, just do it. No more call to actions, okay? Right along. We don't you. need them anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take some time out of your day. And yeah. cap it with a five stars. Please. Right. I mean, now we're getting a little too close into actually telling people what to do, and mm. I will not abide by that. Yeah, start your in own fact, podcast. I might edit that. I might edit out you guys start saying that. Start your own podcast <laughs> and, about then this podcast. Yeah, and then reference this podcast. And then reference this podcast. you just recap podcast. this podcast. Oh, my God. I would love if I somebody would did that. that every <laughs> I week. I would love that. I don't that. even listen to this one, but I would oh listen to that Should one. Should we start that podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what Tucker said today? Five, like fucking five, idiot. Oh, like a rewatch podcast, oh, like a re-listen man. podcast of our we'll own start podcast. at the beginning. Oh. <laughs> Holy fuck! Oh my god! <laughs> the, That's some Charlie <laughs> Kaufman shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Let's see if this, let's say if this podcast <laughs> ma- if we make make it with this podcast mm-hmm. to 2026. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we'll start over. We'll I start hate doing you. We're going to pivot and just do a re-listen. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then and then we'll start doing a re after the same amount yeah, of time yeah, as we'll passed. Come back we'll, and we'll re-listen to that re-listen. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. re-listen to the yeah, re-listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll just I keep. Am, I'm signed up. We'll just quantum board. realm ourselves <laughs> into fucking. We'll oblivion. call it diminishing returns. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Until then, cry, cry macho, macho shitters. He's a high riser. <laughs> <laughs>